Welcome in, everyone, to The Challenge After Show. Tonight, we're talking about the challenge 37, Spies, Lies, and Allies, episode 15, Cave of the Wolf. Rawr, rawr. Ladies, that was literally the name of the episode. Logan came up with it. It was like his final sentence of the night. He said those words. Mm -hmm. um, and I believe CT and others were mentioning that they were wolves and to not mess with them throughout the episode mm -hmm. as well. Um, I guess the first thing we can start off by talking about is uh, CT and Tori in the vignette portion of the night. They talk about, hey, uh, clearly TJ is not going to make these teams even. So we, if we're going to ever win one of these, maybe we work together or, hey, Ruby, maybe we, I hook you up with that, CT says, so that, and then you leave me alone and don't send me in. And all seems to go well until we get to the challenge. Did you like the idea they were finally going to work together and make a move on Emerald? Because, you know, screw Emerald, right? Yeah. I also, I have to say, I love Tori in the time when she's putting on the red nail polish and getting them pumped. She really is just the best attitude and just trying to make the best of a shitty situation. And I just appreciate her for that so much, trying to rally that team together. And yeah, it was a really good plan that Tori and CT came up with. It's, it, it's the only way possibly that they could have possibly beat them. It reminded me, it was something that was so obvious that you look at it being talked about and discussed. And it's like, why did nobody think about this before? It's right. like you ever see an infomercial for like the Snuggie or something or something <laughs> so genius. And you're so mad that somebody else came up with it. And you're like, why did I come up with that? Come on. I just got to come up with an invention that makes me rich and famous too. Right. After hearing them discuss it, it was like, fucking duh. Why didn't no one talk about this before? I think they finally realized that having more players on these challenges is going to be a, you know, it's going to help them, not hurt them. Like we've seen in other uh, seasons of the challenge where having less numbers is better. I do think in the final Emerald's going to have some other issues, but we can get into that later. Um, but the thing is, um, in discussing, you know, the strategy and then working together against Emerald. It does have to be a specific challenge. For example, yeah. the challenge the episode prior wouldn't have worked because one of the teams, either Sapphire or Ruby, would have just had to simply throw it. And that really doesn't help at all. I mean, you double your chances if you at least try to win it if you're a Sapphire or Ruby because then you, you have two teams working against one. So it has to be a specific challenge where they do have the ability to actually work together, throwing each other a ball tackling somebody else to, to right. defer them from tackling you. It has to be a specific challenge. So you think maybe Tori, that was kind of the issue. You think Tori and CT then maybe had that conversation three weeks ago and they were finally able to put it in fruition this week? Like, cause how would they know when they could, how did they know that this week's challenge was going to be the perfect time where they could literally team up on Emerald, like literally beat the crap could have out of done it in a different way for other chat. I mean, they, they could have, there's other ways to go about it than literally. Sure, but this one was like a direct, like, here's your gratification yeah. directly after we're going to work together. It, it yeah. seems to work out nicely. Um, or so we thought. But you know what? I have a conspiracy against your conspiracy. This is sure. a conspiracy to your conspiracy is no, it couldn't have happened because of Tori and CT's conversation. Like yes. that couldn't have aired. Right, because ago. Tori was just. It was, like, yeah, it was Tori just made the move to team ruby and also those trenches were legit they had to dig those holes for weeks 
or maybe use like an excavator or something. They use, they use a, a, a bulldozer of some kind. Of yeah, that but crazy. still that, that challenge definitely took long enough preparation that they couldn't have done it like two days before. Like Tori and CT just had this conversation quick. And you're, you're 100% one, right. So get a permit, get yeah. a bulldozer, dig these trenches, and then we're, we're going to make this happen in 24 hours. Yeah, it was just like the perfect challenge for them to team up on. It seemed a little too perfect, but you're 100% right. She just went to Ruby. They couldn't have had that conversation the week before because she was still on Emerald, and why would she want Ruby to win? It makes no sense. Um, yeah, dude, I just don't know how they didn't talk about it before because CT and Nelson seemed cool, you know, and, and CT and Kyle were are pretty I, much friends, friendly enough in the game. Like, why didn't they have those discussions before? They had a few more players at that point, and I think CT was really high on him and Emmy and 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 Kyle and they, they, he felt that they were getting stronger by the week and then Ruby I still think they were trying to find their footing with the extra players as well but now it's so dwindled on each side they're like that's why they had the conversation clearly yeah to, to the point of ridiculousness like if they didn't like to the point of almost insulting as a viewer like when Emmy was like how am I supposed to be five girls and he's like that's your problem it's like no, we know that they decided to team up, so it doesn't matter. But this is like ridiculous at this point to have six people versus three people mm -hmm. versus four people. It's not, it's it's like, did you guys just give up? Like, did someone, the game maker, just stop? Like, <laughs> COVID and they like went home? Like, you just are not. Like, like, I, um, like I told you ladies earlier in the season, supposedly they have all these lined up for all 20 weeks and they don't change them ever and they just put them in order and it's over. So, um, yeah, I don't know. To adapt if one team has six people and one team has three, then you have three, you know, you go for, you guys go something, not just yeah, like this. Right. Uh, this, this team thing isn't working for me. It, this uh, season had so much promise coming into it. I'm telling you, when we start talking about next season, I'm going to sit there and I'm going to have the lowest possible standards for it, no matter what they try to throw at me. So I am not disappointed like this because this, this season, very disappointing to me. Yeah. Listen, I have a hot take. The last two episodes, the one before this and this episode, I actually feel like I have a little bit of uh, a breath of fresh air breathe into me. I actually feel excited about this season again. And I felt like the last two episodes were really good. And I know Pam, to your point, it is absolutely just like a shit show at this point in terms of regulations of the teams and the games that I'm trying to just embrace, like at least the comedy of it, you know, what a ridiculous right. the season is like now we look back and we laugh about that ridiculous final when they were wearing the Knights armor and final reckoning or whatever the hell it was. I'm trying to just kind of find the, the humor and what's happening in the season and be like, yeah, this is, this is crazy. It's a team of six people versus a team of three. And there's, there's things that are happening in each episode that are entertaining to me. I thought this episode was really full and complete um, in terms of drama, the deliberation, the fights and all the way up through the challenge to the elimination. I thought it was, it was, it was good. I, I enjoyed it. It was a nail biter for sure. I mean, it was, there was something I, I I didn't understand at all. Thank God they had Big T sort of recap what they were supposed to be doing. Because I was like, <laughs> what is this? Like the flux capacitor. I couldn't, I just saw the aerial flux capacitor. I was like, I don't know what they're doing. I know that they're ganging up, but save the clock tower. But other than that, I was like, what on God's green earth is this mission? What's going on? I had no idea. 
So and I, I still didn't know. I just knew it was like the nine out of 20. And I was like, okay, I guess they're doing good. So, so you're right, Jenna. Uh, Pam and I talked about it last week. You know, the Amanda thing worked out. We talked about how you got your payoff. We said it was, a. we called it a, I called it a mini payoff because she wasn't going to go against Emerald like Corey was going to try to sabotage them. But we did get something. And tonight, that elimination, probably 100% the best elimination we've seen all season. For me personally, I think that the it was a cool elimination and it was close, had everything to it. So what? those two things, yes. But, and I don't want to get too into it again, but the mm -hmm. Ashley situation last week, I... They should have shown it and then let us make a decision and then stop trying to sweep stuff under the rug. Just a big missed opportunity there. We don't even, we still don't know what happened. And there's some stuff in news and gossip I'll bring up about it because we got a little more information. I don't know if you girls saw, but um, it's still like the whole world is talking about stuff that we don't know what the hell happened because they decided to hide it from us. How bad could it have been? We don't know. Is MTV woke anymore because they don't show us stuff versus showing it? <laughs> what is woke anymore? That's a huge thing. And we're going to get into that more with, our news and gossip with another thing that happened this week that we think is very important to talk about. So anyways, um, do you want to get into, it's called boom Raiders. That's the name of this trench warfare thing. Uh, and I guess we got to talk about Kyle. I mean, I guess that's the big thing here. And, and I want to get both of your opinions on this. Did he do it on purpose or was it a mistake? Like at this point, he's done it like three times this season. What the hell? And he said out loud, I mistaked it. I mistaked it. Kyle, what are you doing, bro? Please, ladies, enlighten me, and then I'll try to throw some enlightenment back to you. What's going on with Kyle? He said, so he said, I thought you told me, like in terms of his doing it, yes, he did it on purpose. He said, I thought you told me to do that to Tori. He said, I thought you said to go get Sapphire. Sapphire. But then Ooh, later he I said Emerald, so I was all confused. Well, I think he even that. said blue, the color blue. I thought you told me to go get blue. Isn't that what he said? Uh, Maybe. Yeah. But I think Kyle now, I'm like, it's not even in his best interest. Like why he did this is beyond me. I think he's pathological. Like I honestly think he's pathological. That's the only, I, I think he can't help it. He's a saboteur. I don't know why. It doesn't make sense for him. It's not like he was going to get away with it or that anyone would be, all he wants to do is be with CT. So why does he? So you think he, he did it on purpose? It was not a mistake. You, he did it on purpose, Pam? Yes. Okay. You do? Yeah. At this point, I don't know if he's playing me like a fiddle because this seems to be his gimmick and his acting skills, but it's so hard for me to know with him because Sometimes I do think maybe he's just genuinely having idiotic moments. Like maybe he is just making these mistakes and being an idiot because he can't follow instructions or he just gets confused with the direction that his teammates are giving him and yelling him because he always seems like genuine in that after the fact. But we know that Kyle's not stupid and he can perform and he does have intelligence when he decides to let it be shown. So it's really hard it's hard to believe that he's making these spoofs, but at the same time, he always seems like so genuinely surprised by himself also at the end of it that I, I don't know. I try to, I don't know. I try to. I thought you told me to, I mean, he knew he did it, whether yeah. he believed he was instructed to get blue or not. He certainly went after blue. So it's not like he just grabbed the wrong thing, like a bonehead. He went and took it on purpose. 
no, I think he took, I mean, I don't know why, but yeah, he did it on purpose. I mean, it was, it seems like CT said he thought that Kyle took it because it was getting down to the wire between the two of them. Uh, and if Kyle had stole the dynamite from Sapphire, that would give his team Ruby the edge over right. Sapphire. Says, so clear said, as day to CT. And I could see that perception. Like if I was on CT, if I was on CT's team and if I was him, I would totally do the same thing that CT did. It'd be like, you are breaking the game plan. Right. You're doing this for yourself and your team. But as a viewer, I'm like, is Kyle just an idiot? Like, I don't know. I can't actually yeah. really tell. I think Kyle did it on purpose because he realized no matter what, at that point, Sapphire was going to win and he was trying to get Ruby to win. So he went for it and he got called out hardcore. And I'll fast forward real quick to the conversation that him and CT had later on in the episode. And I wrote down, wow, Kyle is a really good actor because the way he's saying, well, we're not friends. I thought we were friends. I'm buying his shit. I can't help it. I really think that the way he's this thing, I'm, I'm like, wow, this guy can act. Like I, I want to, I'm, I'm like believing him, but I do believe he's lying to CT there as well. So it's hard to tell what's real and what's not real with Kyle, mm -hmm. but I'll say, he came to play in that elimination and it made me love him again. So it's, I, I don't know where to go with this kid. I, I can love him and hate him in the whole episode and I'm back to loving him again. It's crazy. Oh, I super love and hate him. This is the first time though that I was, usually Kyle will like give us a wink and it's like he knows he's, we, we can mm -hmm. be in on it with him. Yeah. This, I'm like, is he crazy? Is he a crazy person? Because he... <laughs> Uh, and I think American psycho needed to <laughs> like that him. sort of crazy. Yeah. CT. He's like everything CT's do, saying I'm doing, he's doing. It's like, no, Kyle, are you crazy? <laughs> like, is he actually delusional? Because it seemed like he was blaming. It's like, Kyle, you got caught. Just suck it up. You know what I mean? Like you got caught red handed. Everybody's on to you. But he wasn't giving in. He was like doubling down. Like, no, no. But that I thought made him look crazy. Usually it's like, yes, yeah. I'm a state. So what? <laughs> you know? But that's a good point about the wink and the nods and the smiles right. about knowing what he's doing. That's what made me think, I wonder in this situation, if he was just having an idiotic moment and he's spoofed because it seems as though he is really surprised and shocked at his own mess up. No, um, he he's not really it. doing like the winking at the camera. He's not saying like, oops, I totally messed up. Like I really, I didn't mean to grab their dynamite. Ha ha ha. It does seem like, and the, the, his whole energy, the rest of the episode does seem like he's a little bit deflated, even going into elimination. I was thinking, looks like he's heading in thinking that he's already lost. Like he doesn't look confident. And I wonder if it's because he's starting to feel so disappointed in himself for making these stupid mistakes. Well, you saw him in the nominations after they, he, I first, I don't know if he didn't think that they were going to go for him, but he like almost started to cry. He had his hands in his, he was like, Oh shit. Like maybe my bad habits have caught up to me at this point, but you know, he's really good in confessionals about giving us those winks and he didn't give it. He didn't give us that wink tonight. Yeah. So very disappointed because I really wanted that. Cause I love that he lets us in on it, but not them. Great. Yeah. But the biggest thing, and I need help even breaking this down, and I'm interested in your guys' opinions, is what happens with Tori and Team Emerald throughout this uh, challenge. Okay. Yeah. So I guess, so basically everyone's pissed at Kyle, including Tori. They even tell him to go to the back of the, <laughs> get to the go back the of the tent or whatever. Go yeah. in the No, I mean, it's like, and Devin and Team Emerald and everyone, 
I am kind of, I know people think I'm Tory biased and I can understand where Emerald and Devin are coming from because yeah, she was once their, their teammate and they have an alliance and they're great friends. So why work against team Emerald? But also she's on a new team. Right. It's a game. She has to win. She has to fight for herself. No. On to that conversation. Devin is like seeing his stars crumbling is grasping at such straws. Like he mm-hmm. tried it with Amanda and the thing like Devin really thinks everyone's there for him to win. He, you know, when, with Amanda, he was like, don't sabotage people. She's like, eh, I am playing for myself. I'm not playing your game. And that's what he was doing to Tori. He's like, how can you now go after us? And she's like, cause I'm not on your team anymore. Yeah. yeah. Like Tori, what are you, yeah. what doesn't he get? And I felt so bad for Tori. Like it seemed like she'd been trying to hold it together. That like broke my heart that he played friend card. And it's, she's like, if, our team didn't do something. It's going to be me and Nelson and Big T. Like, what? Like, I want to go to a final two, Devin. It's right. not about getting you now. Like, now I'm not on Emerald. Go Emerald. Like, no, I'm still in this game. Tori, like, I, um, Tori did not do anything wrong. And if you want to relate no. to sports, it's like a basketball player going to a different team, but then letting his old buddy right. on the old team, like, hey, man, I'll give you a couple of shots tonight because we used to work together. Sorry, man. That's not how it works. So but this, it's like you still are a number. You're dominating with numbers. She, it's, there's only two guys on that team. It's a guy's elimination. It's like if we don't Correct. win, it's not about you anymore, Devin. And she tried to explain that to him like a hundred times, Pam. Too. She tried to tell him like, if I, if one of, if my team loses, one of my guys goes in. I have one guy left. Like, what do we? Like, I can't perform with one guy. I need more than one guy, probably. Most but likely. He's just saying like, how could you turn on us like that? And it's no, like it's- I'm not turning on you. I'm just still playing a game that at this point doesn't isn't you know benefiting you but it was weird to me that he was stuck on that and then again it was one of those where I was like am I crazy he was like you got caught or just say it you know like just admit that you it's like admit what that she wanted to win so that she wasn't so it's basically like Devin thinks if you're not on Emerald you're just an Emerald supporter but they don't right 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 it's like well we're not here to just support your win now we're still trying to play a game yeah, and that was so frustrating to watch it because to your point, Pam, I keep thinking Tori's right and not doing anything wrong. But the way Devin was going so hard and dogging her so much, it made me question my opinion on the matter and be like, well, is she wrong? Wait, I don't I don't no, get it. What's it's, happening it's all, here? It's smoke and mirrors, ladies. Devin yeah. has Devin doesn't really have a storyline and he's trying to push some idiotic storyline. I've never been more disappointed in Devin. This is the first time in the you know six seasons that I've been watching him that I've been like, I am not on team Devin at all in this, this the, in the tail end of this season. Ever since the teams have been made, I thought that all of his logic, especially in nominations tonight as well, he's saying, oh, and Amanda called him out in a confessional about it too. He's talking nonsense and he's like, he's not sick. It's a lot of words with nothing in the words. Like the words mean nothing. He's just, he's bitching and he's being extra sensitive and you know why he's being sensitive? Conspiracy theory, hanging out with Josh too much. Boom. <gasps> Boom. And. Yeah. I, 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 sorry. Go, yeah. But also Josh and Kyle are who usually provide us with our funnies. Like mm-hmm. in these, and none and neither of them, they're both just being serious, serious sallies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's just like, God, one of you has to be funny. 
Yeah, Devin's been pissing me off a lot because I feel like he's being so hypocritical. Last weekend in the deliberation with Amanda, he's basically saying like, how dare you turn on your alliance now who, who has carried you this entire season so far? You did that just the episode before when you put in Corey, a veteran. There was Logan. There was another There was another rookie on the table for you to throw in, Devin. Uh, and now you went back on the veteran alliance first. Now you're mad at Amanda for doing what she needs to do. And now you're mad at Tori for doing what she needs to do. Like he's being hypocritical and he's acting holier than thou. And he's acting as if everybody should just roll out the red carpet for him to go to the final. Like even if Tori is your friend and you had an alliance, you cannot expect people to win this game for you. You cannot, you cannot expect people to play the game for you. And so many of them do it. And so many of, so many of the contestants point the finger, play the blame game. And it's like, at the end of the day, if they're your best friend, fuck, even if they're your teammate, they still are not going to win the game for you. Like you still have to only play for yourself. And God bless Tori. I mean, that he's like oh, this guy, her best friend, a teammate and a guy she's hooking up with. Tori's there to win. Like those things are separate for her. It's like, yeah, I like you, Emmanuel. I don't want to see you go, but you're probably going to be called down. Get No, it's like, this is the game and it's a million dollars on the line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was nice to see Tori. Bag. It's not like anyone's can be counted out. Like, good for Tori for trying to rally that team and be like, this is my team now. It was nice to see her embrace her new team. I mean, yeah, she's going for a million dollars, so you should support whoever you want. But I could tell it was, like, more than that. Like, she really just wanted to, like, let this team, like, I'm going to be 100% with you right now, and we'll see what happens. Let's try to win this thing. It was nice to see. I liked it a lot. Yeah, but Ruby was not receptive of it. You could tell that they've been through this song and dance. You could tell that they tried to bond. They tried to pump each other up and have pep talks. By the time Tori comes in, they're like, totally, Tori. Yeah. (laughs) Kyle, they could, you know, they are getting better. They've got Logan back on that team. Yeah. Um, Logan's great. I mean. But now, yeah. But before when she's like painting their nails and she's in her Ruby cape and she's trying to rally the team, you could tell that they're just completely deflated. They're like, yeah, we've tried this before, Tori, but we'll play along with you. We'll play. But it would have worked out great if Kyle didn't mess it all up. I mean, everything would have worked out fine and they would have been in an alliance of sorts with- Of of sorts. And and they could have hoped that, that if, say, Sapphire does win, they could have been like, hey, we worked with you guys. Please don't vote our right. guys in this week. And then, boom, you have two Emerald guys going in there. And then, boom, let's see what happens. Those, those numbers are fair then. So, fine. Sapphire and they make purple or whatever. Um, Sapphire and Ruby make purple. And they compete against, which is only fair, frankly. I'm surprised they didn't just merge the teams at this point. And then they compete against Emerald and they can go on and off. On- That's funny, Pam, because for weeks now, you've been saying that they that the, the producers should just put those two teams together. And tonight, they try to do it on their own, but then Kyle decided to get away that. But also, again, Tori, like to be a Tory defender, not that she needs the defense, but got kicked off the team. She's like, I'm right. not on the team anymore. And I got like, you know, and... Right, she didn't I, ask to be like, traded. I'm upset that you didn't help me win today. And she's like, I'm upset. Like, I'm not, that's where I was like, yeah, what about, she's upset. She's like trying to put on a brave face on this losing team. And you're upset she's not yeah. cheerleading you and like supporting that team still. You're right, exactly. So she's still supposed to play the game for a team that she was essentially kicked off of. Right. Not that Emerald kicked her off, but she was, stolen from infiltrated whatever however you want to call it right. so but you still expect her to play for you she's not on your team anymore and she's honestly like 
the victim first and foremost are being stolen off of the team to begin with. And now you yeah. still expect her to, to play your game for you. And it is Josh's fault that she, if he said, I can't say anything or said nothing, but he said, I want to run my final with Casey and Nani that left Tori for Amanda, who mm-hmm. you know, Tori, I mean, it's like, And I think Devin, he can be an incredible ally, but he also can be really insulting and really good at gaslighting. So I think it's really like he can, as good of a friend as he can be, he can also be very malicious and know exactly how to get under your skin. And you can see he's doing a really good job of pulling Tori's emotion. Like Tori knows logically to win this game because it is a game for money and it's a reality TV show. She knows what she has to do and she's trying to execute it, but Devin's making her feel like such shit about it because he knows how to how to right, like manipulate the nice. situation. And it yeah. looks like uh, that fight will continue into next uh, week's episode oh. as well. And Corey, and uh, Corey, Tori wants an apology. She's like, that That was, bull- I think that she's going to call him out on bullshit, Good. all that stuff that he did to her. This episode was so yeah. we'll it was way too hard on her. And come to think of it, wasn't it just last season that they hated each other and now they're best friends? I see this is the theme thing. of the game. <laughs> this is okay. I'm I, I told Pam this last week. I'm watching uh what am I watching, Pam? Oh my god. Uh I bought it. I'm watching Rivals 2 right now. Okay. Mm, love it. It's it's your favorite line from Anissa. <gasps> you cannot fight anyway, boo-boo, so it does okay. not matter. And those people all have this giant history, right? Like it's the rookie, it's it's Marlon and Jordan's first season. They just got off Real World Portland and we know them from Real World Portland and they have all this history together on why they're rivals and they have to try to work together now. So we get it. Like, oh, that's why they have the history. We've seen it happen. Now they're showing us uh, this so-called history with uh, Tori and Devin, like they were best friends. All we've seen them is fight. So why are they best friends now? They didn't show us any of these best friend stuff the storylines just they don't have yeah. that there's they're just not fatty enough they're there's no very, way them. yeah there's it's no flat movie. characters instead of what the acting people call round characters we want to see a, a round character on the screen not these flat ones so <laughs> just more examples of that when they say they're best friends i'm like when the hell were they best friends like mm-hmm. uh, I, we all thought it tonight mm-hmm. I, I just don't I see think it. john bunham needs to step back in so jenna you weren't on that patreon that we talked about listening to Tori he's not really that involved anymore but he was saying oh I love that it's a soap opera where we were like boy you need to get back involved because there's no soap opera anymore it's like (laughs) survivor meets some stupid ass shit so yeah we need we need him to get back involved and he's like I haven't really watched that much lately (laughs) but like he needs to get back involved in his baby because yeah he said he handed it off to the next generation survivor meets some stupid ass shit (laughs) yeah exactly um, all right. So anything else on Boom Raiders, the challenge? No. I, I liked it. It was it was good. It brought the some, drama. Had um, some big hits. Had some big hits. It had some big hits, but not as much as we thought. And it reminded me a lot of one of the Rivals seasons where CT was like, choo-choo. <laughs> but the way that they did it this time, it was like they couldn't run straight into each other. They were running from right. different angles. And you couldn't see who was coming when. So it wasn't having as effective as a hit. Um, but I still think, you know, I'm glad that they did a challenge like that because I like those a lot. Yeah. I mean, I had no idea what was going on. So I guess. <laughs> like, hey, Pam, Pam, you are 100% right. I didn't know who the F was in the lead. I didn't know how many dynamite was in each thing. I didn't understand that. Why were there rounds? I, I get they had to take breaks and stuff. Like guys to girls, like back and forth guys to girls, I guess. 
but like how long did the round last? How many runs were they allowed to do? Was it a time thing? I think it was a time limit. Time's up. I could no I was idea. Like, it was. It's either aerial shots now, like the flex capacity, you know, aerial where you're like looking at a bunch of people running at the like mouse in a, you know, aerial shots or a GoPro where it's like, gong, gong, gong. like there's no they were, overview. Man, it's man, like, they were grasping at dynamite. You and I were grasping at straws trying to figure out yeah, what the hell was going on. I didn't, I yeah. Like, I was like, oh, Sapphire One. Okay, they must have all the dynamite in their thing, I guess. Did they grab it all? I saw the number. Yeah, and I heard people saying like, oh, she got hit. And I was like, I guess this one's good. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, all right. Uh, let's move on to uh, nominations. Can we do nominations next? Yes, yeah. maybe. No. Yeah. Uh, I, I The first thing I wrote down is everyone says a, a bunch of bullshit until you get down to uh, Nelson and Kyle. But if you want to talk about Devin, uh, I think Emanuel says, uh, Devin says I've kept... I, 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 they all say I played a fair game. Every single one of them. Yeah. Oh, well, I played a fair game all season. I didn't try to screw over anybody. I'm like, well, that's the name of the game. So you did something shady, but they all said they didn't do anything bad. It's like, why are we, who's, it's just, the commentary sucks. Where's my old, I want some more fun. This is, it's so damn I serious. just want people to be a little bit more ready to throw down and be vocal because I guess in one sense, you could say they didn't play, they didn't do anything shady and they played an honest game because their focus and their mission the whole season was to get out all the rookies. So they didn't really have to backstab each other. Okay. So there wasn't really an opportunity to, but you know, good and well, if you had to, you would have, but also right. that's where you need someone like Nelson to speak up and say, Devin, are you sure you've been honest? Because you and Josh and your whole team, you threw in Corey last week and he's a veteran. And he was supposed to be a part of our veteran alliance. So technically, you haven't played the most fair and honest game. Yeah. So people just need to speak up. They're not really calling other people out. They're so scared to, and they're so focused on like protecting their reputation and just kind of being cookie cutter and saying like, well, I really want to make it to the final. Like, thank you guys. I'm so happy to be here. (laughs) You're right, like, Jenna. Yeah. I didn't even, I totally forgot about that already. Like I forgot. I was like, Nelson, stick up for your boy, Corey. <laughs> well, now, Devin, I do blame Josh. Again, it's all Josh's fault. Yeah. Because Josh, yeah, like I've supported everybody here. That was Devin's tonight. Like I've I've helped everybody. It's like, and Amanda, yeah, it was like, when was I when this Devin was doling out the support and mm-hmm. helping everybody get to this place? Like, what are you talking about? Okay. Yeah, exactly. You didn't have the opportunity to play shady because you guys dominated the whole time it doesn't mm-hmm. mean you helped everybody get here i don't Just know layup excuse yeah, yeah he's yeah. like really fabricating the favors that he's handed out all season yeah i love emmanuel's attitude mm-hmm. um and i love logan i mean there's a reason those two rookies are here they're both pretty great they both have good attitudes badass attitudes like you know yeah, we, we still have not seen Emmanuel in a uh, final or an elimination, though. I mean, we all think he's going to perform well, but I don't know. I, I, I don't know what to think about him because he's got he's got a <laughs> badass look. So I want to say that he's tough, but he's not the biggest dude ever. So it's like, you know, we'll see. Yeah. Jury's and out. I guess so. I guess the question is, is Kyle's mistake or his possible intended target of going after Sapphire's Dynamite and CT catching on to that? Oh. I guess Kyle spoof outweighs the fact that CT wanted to go for Emerald to begin with, because he had that conversation with Tori 
where they're going to target Emerald and they're going to try to just break up Emerald by all means. But then Kyle messes up during the challenge and now it's, it's immediately pivoted to Kyle's going in. So I know that Kyle messed up and it, and it looks bad. And so CT is going to take advantage of that. But I also was kind of thinking, but your whole game plan was to go for emeralds. And right. now, now it's Kyle, even though he messed up and I guess he's the easy target. I'm still thinking like still end game. Think of emeralds. You got to break them up. It's the girls though. It's the girl. It's, it's Casey. I mean, if we're being real, I, well, Amanda, it's because they had three guys. I'm ha- well, well yes, I'm, then, I'm with you. I was thinking, sure guys, Kyle screwed up let them let someone pick him because it is so limited that right it's like still go right. after a on the emerald get no more six player team you could you okay. could have guaranteed they ct and, and and logan and emmy could have guaranteed pick emmanuel devon or josh to go in right away and have a guaranteed emerald in there luckily kyle still picked someone on mm-hmm. emerald so maybe they thought that as well i mean either way we got you got rid of someone on emerald emerald's team is now shook i guess you could say i don't know what you want to call it but they are definitely they're down a player <laughs> we know that i yeah. think they're down their their bit large guy which is good for yeah because i mean let's be real like if they have to lift a lot of weight in a final i mean who's doing that on that team casey's probably the strongest at this point Casey, Casey Amanda, I think Manuel, I, I would guess yeah. that Manuel's stronger than he looks i mean he's not yeah huge, he's but, very in shape yeah. i think he's a full complete strong competitor and he's like a dancer which means he's yeah. 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 I think he's probably, I don't know. We, again, we haven't seen him in an elimination, but I think Kyle did the right thing. I, I Me too. Like, it, the it, whole time I was thinking like, don't let your ego get involved. I know Emmanuel's kind of being really confident right now and doing his thing, but you have to pick Josh. <laughs> we, I'm pretty sure we all watched this separately, but I'm pretty sure we were all hoping for this payoff and that would be for him to pick Josh which he did. And in hindsight, obviously it was the right decision because he beat him, but so close. So close. That was so intense. I wrote down, Oh my God, they have to hit the bell every time. That is going to be a huge factor because they're going to start getting tired, et cetera, et cetera. But I was screaming in my room right here. I'm Mm -hmm. like, my roommate's probably hearing me, but I'm yelling, "Uh, Kyle again. Like, how did you freaking miss it? I'm saying F bombs though, of course. And it was great. It's so entertaining. I was a, the fi- this was the best final of the season. I was 100% in on it. I could not, I got the nervous, gutty stuff going on in my stomach. I loved every second of it. We got, I got the payoff I wanted, but I don't, I'm sure you ladies wanted Josh back. So I'm, I could be wrong here. <laughs> I almost couldn't watch. That's how t- I was like, I don't even know if I, because <laughs> I thought Kyle was, did Jenna said Kyle started off defeated. And then he's like, no one's cheering for me. You know, and Josh came in. We all know attitude is so much when you go into these, when you're fired up and you feel support. And Josh came in feeling like a million bucks. And, you know, I just thought Kyle was going to sort of give up after he lost that first bell. Um, and I was like, I can't, this is going to be like, this really is Josh's season. And I'm just watching it. I was like, I'm going to really be upset when like, oh my God. And then I, I was really happy. I mean, I did feel I've gotten to the, I felt it was a tough elimination and I felt bad for Josh who obviously gave it his all, but God did that need to happen. Um, and yeah, so I went on a roller coaster. Yeah, with Kyle this episode where he is a snake and a and a shithead. But man, am I glad that he won? Yeah. yeah, I was rooting for Kyle. <laughs> I was rooting for Kyle to come back in, and I couldn't even quite articulate exactly why. You know, because 
Kyle is a, a roller coaster. Like we talk about our, our enjoyment of watching him as a competitor, seeing him at like really some scummy fuck boy moments to like <laughs> being hilarious and a great competitor and entertaining to them maybe being making these mistakes and, and being a bad uh, alliance member, uh-huh. but I just was rooting for him. It just was genuine. And I can't really put into words why, but I was rooting for him. Um, I also thought that the elimination was, it made me giggle a lot. It was kind of funny to watch because <laughs> seeing how often they missed the bell, I know that this is probably so physically taxing and, and exhausting, but it's one of those that looking at it, it doesn't look like it's supposed to be that hard, right? Well, that like, bell's moving though, Jenna, that bell's really- bells moving but you look at it and you're like how are they missing these bells and flying colors and I get it trust me if I'm in the game I'm sure I would do it too and you get exhausted and it has to be perfect timing to launch yourself off the platform to get the bell but seeing how many times in slow motion they were fumbling and just like (laughs) just missing the bell it also it it made me laugh a lot as intense as it was I couldn't help but just like giggle and they went to that commercial break and they showed Josh jumping in the air about to touch the bell I said he's gonna hit that damn bell and he's gonna he's gonna win. And I said, oh my god, because I'm on your I'm on team Jenna Pam here, hundred percent. I was on Kyle's team, rooting for him hundred percent. I'll tell you why. Josh's storyline. I am so tired of hearing him for the last six or seven, eight episodes say the same thing over and over again. It's not going up and down. It's like he just says the same thing every day. I there's nothing to his storyline. I can't stand him being a leading man on this show. Yeah, why does he deserve it so much? It's like, what? wait a second. That, like, that's where it's like, wait a second. Why even I got fooled into everyone's like, Josh, you deserve it. Like Josh is like a, like a, in like make a wish. And he like is the kid that like got to be on this well, let's not go that far, Pamela. No, I'm saying, like, why is it like he deserves it so much? Like, oh, Joshy, it's like, he, why, why? Like he's not I'm, the like, child. Sorry, really funny analogy. I just, I just meant like if they make it like Josh has done so good this season, like Josh came yeah. in with no legs. I don't understand why we're so proud of him. He's okay, I, like a well, big Pamela, oh, I mean, that was clearly cool. all three of us were rooting for Kyle, so I none of us actually wanted that. Wrong. I, I really didn't mean it even as told, but it's like that this is like right, like some like oh chat, like there's all like a like. For him and it's like why well, and, and and the cra- and i wrote it's funny too because you you'd mentioned earlier pam i wrote down because i'm such a loser i wrote i was shouting your name kyle i wrote it down because like he said no one else is sh-. And i wrote it down because like, i'm oh this was like in the middle of the thing like it was so intense i wrote it down like i'm shouting your name kyle like to, to <laughs> give him yeah. support through my penmanship apparently but yeah i was oh what a great elimination on you know oh my god couldn't I could barely sit still watching it It was fantastic yeah I kind of I felt for Josh after though I felt like he handled himself really well afterwards and you could sense the disappointment he had because he's obviously trained really hard for this season and it was he he was in really good shape and he came in prepared and he was like I just gotta I guess I just gotta keep working on myself so I feel like he handled the loss really well and And I don't know what this says about me but clearly you ladies are better people than I am because you both felt bad for Josh I don't know what it is. I wasn't like, like, uh, I was pretty happy, but I did not, I did not feel once ounce, one ounce of like sadness for him. I don't know what, what that says about me. Like I said, I just, I didn't care. I was like, okay, great. Moving on. It's time. It's time for him to go. I don't know why. And I don't like have any 
hate towards him. Right. I yeah. don't like him on the show. So there it is as a character. Well, I think he definitely uh, takes over a lot of the storylines, basically. You know, well, like he was just and, if you do, and that's the point. If you don't like his storyline, yeah. it sucks. Yeah. Well, his storyline is just like, chugga, 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 chugga. Will Josh make it to a final? Like we're all pulled, you know, the narrative is like, poor Josh has never made it to a final. Will he this time? And it's like, wait a second. When I fall for that, I'm like, why, why is Josh like, why are we poor baby joshing this i don't yeah again like this big strong guy who's won another reality tv show like oh poor josh he never gets to win like (laughs) yeah no you're right that's a fair point well either way big win for kyle he's like screw it i'm going back to team sapphire i love the move i didn't want to see him go on emerald um and then uh logan gets stuck going back to ruby their team in a way improves a little bit because if you don't have Kyle mess up that last mission, you might have a pretty good chance. And uh, we'll see how, and Kyle's going to want to perform really well for CT to prove to him that, you know, this isn't a mistake. So I think it's anyone's game at this point. I really do any teams up. Um, wait, is Emerald now they have five people? Correct. Or they have four? Five. So they have five. Okay. So it's still five, four, three. So it's still just like, they still have the numbers. They still have the numbers, but they have the same amount of guys on every team. They all have two guys, correct? So in theory, and then you got to look at who the guys are. Actually, are there three? No, there's only Devin two Devin and Emmanuel, and then Amanda, Nani, and Casey. Mm-hmm. Those are the five. You so got, um, Emerald has never been about the guys. It's always been that those three girls. That's literally the reason why they won everything right because their guys i don't think their guys are the strongest because i mean you have ct and kyle on a team you've got nelson and um logan Logan on a team now and then in the middle you've got devin and emmanuel and like i said we know devin's not the strongest and honestly i still think the jury's out on emmanuel and what he brings to the table but you girls think he's really good so maybe it is a tie i don't know but for me we -hmm. haven't seen him do i feel like elimination say so much about a person they really, because you're on your own usually, or only have one other person to rely on. So yeah, because we don't know how Emmanuel is at riddles and puzzles and math equations. Right. If he gets a bad puzzle, yeah, he can have all the confidence in the world. Like if it's something with endurance or strength, because I don't think that's going to phase him. But we don't know how he's going to do on a puzzle by himself. We don't. But I think Emeralds and and good Josh, you caused your own. Yeah, you let Tori go and now you're home. But I think that their demise, I think that their winning ingredient, their secret ingredient was Casey and Tori being on that team together. They just dominated every time, every girl's. Well, you and I, Pam, made the argument last week. It's like, well, come on, uh, Josh, if you're going to pick one girl to go off your team and manage to replace, it's got to be Nani. Because if they kept Tori, if it was Nani that they lost. You want Tori and Casey. I know you're more friends with Nani and then she's dating Casey. So there's the connection. But if you if you really like I said last week, Josh, you really want to win a million dollars, you would ship off Nani and get your Amanda because you have to because she would win or whatever. But then you'd still have Tori and Casey. Yeah. Those are I feel I feel the two strongest women in the house. Yeah. No, it was a boneheaded move. And if you're and I also like the strategy that whenever there's been couples before, like Tori and Jordan did, and I think Cam and Leroy did, where it's like, no, play like let's up our if if you're a couple, up your money chances. Great. Well, oh, okay, okay. I, that, that's interesting. 
yeah, I'm be on a different team. Get rid of Nani. Let her have a shot on another. Let her join Sapphire or something. And then we know how the million dollars is going to break down though. Is always one team going to split the million dollars? Because in that case, Casey and Nani would want to be on the same team. If they're just getting a million for the entire team to split, which I think is what I'm leaning towards it being my guess at least, then Nani and Casey are doing the right move being on the same team. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I just, I still can't believe we're in these stupid cell. Like I literally from the day <laughs> that happened, I, I was like, okay, okay, all right. Is this going to be over yet? And I keep yeah. it's going to, and I guess joke's on me. It's, this is it. We're, yeah, we're still these, doing this whole team thing. Huh? The final, huh? Like still really doing this. And that's the thing is we don't know if they're going to be in the cells or in partners or whatever during the final, but if it's a million dollar prize, that is a lot to give to one person that I, I know. Feel I hate, I, I don't like that. I, I feel like they're probably going to split it up because Correct. it's a lot of money. If this is the really the way it is again, I know I'm repeating myself, but how are they having it with such number discrepancies like it's completely bananas it's like having a football game and one team has 90 people and one has 12 it's like well good luck well, hey at least hey at least the team with less players won tonight though they had the least amount actually and they still won they only had three mm -hmm. at least they were able to pull off a win so that's huge um right but then they're gonna have to do that every week these two teams are gonna have to team up I mean, and no we'll see and we'll see what the challenge is going to be next week. Maybe it's maybe we're finally going to get something like Jenna said that is better for a smaller group of friggin' people. Instead of tackle football, <laughs> it's three on six. It's like, wait, you have double the players as us and we have to tackle your ass? It's hard to have those team games, though, that are good for small amount. You know what I mean? It's not it's not one-on-one -on -one type things. They're team games, essentially. Why can't they do a mini final before the final and make them run a lot and then solve puzzles each way and then you have to wait for your entire team to get to the puzzle before you solve it and then that'll that'll be your equalizer because you got to wait for people. Yeah. Anyways, um, any other thoughts on episode 15, The Cave of the Wolf? Love Logan too. I, I like that he wasn't buying it. He's like, you are trying to, that he was not buying Kyle's. He's like, yeah, you're not going to like intimidate us into like, oh, well, I don't want that to happen. I won't pick you. Yeah, <laughs> I will say this. I love Logan too. He's cool, calm, and collected. Yeah. I like when people talk right. shit and it's not their native language. <laughs> like, it's like, so I will be the smoke. You don't want this smoke. What did a man well say? Something funny. Yeah, like, something you don't want this smoke. smoke. Yeah. Uh, so I will say this. Kyle actually stuck to his word. What he said in nominations, he 100% went through with it. Um, I know you're aboard of the challenge as well, Jenna. I don't blame you. There you go. We're just we're exchanging yawns. I know I'm contagious. Uh, all right, so let's get into some news and gossip. Uh, mm -hmm. There's two big stories out there right now. One from last week, which we have some more details on, um, and then the one with Leroy this week, which we're going to get into. But then there's also I know these are like really serious ones. But then there's a ton of like funny stuff that happened too, which I'd love to get into if we have time. But like this, I, I think maybe we get the serious, we start, we start with the serious stuff just because it's more what's happening. Like it's, yeah, it's more important, I guess. In a I way. don't know the funny stuff. So I'm definitely interested to hear. Oh, there's, oh, there's some good. I can't wait to tell you then. I can't oh, wait. Oh no. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So Tori comes out with a statement about last week. Emmanuel comes out with a statement about last week, but the one thing that I don't like that she says here is she says, I'm not going to go into details, but I can't effing stand people slamming Josh right now. Okay. Mm -hmm. Tori, 
if you don't want us to just guess or to assume or to blame someone, give us, just give us the story. I just don't understand why MTV can't, sh I don't know how bad it was. Obviously we don't know, but I'm shocked that they, they're, I'm not shocked anymore, unfortunately, but they keep sweeping stories under the, under the rug. Like, and people mentioned that they talked about the Lauren thing at the beginning of the season, instead of explaining to us why Lauren was let go. And she was let go for good reasons. I, 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 from what we've heard about what she said to Anissa and how she treated crew members. Why not tell us this instead of sweeping on the rug so we don't know what's going on because social media is so big now, you know we're all gonna talk about it and make up our own storylines. So again- And that's what's so interesting too about all of this information that gets leaked. Who was the one to do it? You know, because it's mostly through fan pages. Those are the places that we're getting most of this information from, right? And then we're just kind of getting comments and commentary from the cast members that are alluding to certain things, but not saying anything yeah. directly. So how are we to actually know? It's all speculation. And it's like, how is it being leaked then? Is it somebody on the crew? Is it somebody who's on the show that's DMing some fan pages? Where is the information coming from on what happened? And I mean, to go on with Tori, what she says here, she goes, none of you were there. The people who were know what happened, leave Josh the F alone. Well, maybe I would leave Josh the F alone if I knew what happened. Like, and, and we didn't even really tackle the, we didn't even jump on Josh last yeah. week. We were very even keeled with everything. I thought, and I in the comments section, like almost 100% agreed with us, Pam. Wasn't that amazing? Like, well, that's, yeah. I think what Tori was responding to, which I think you, we've left out is that people are blaming Josh for Ashley going home. Correct. That's and then, that's, and I, I understand Josh that that's what it is. Ashley yeah. sent home, which again, listen, you're right. We weren't there. We're watching a freaking TV show and we don't know anything except the gossip that we're hearing. So we're going to say what we will because. Right. And so that, that's my thing. It's like, Tori, why don't you tell us exactly what happened? And then we don't have to like. But it's all made up anyway. Some people are team Josh, some people are team Ashley, but it's all based on what we're making up. So that's, it doesn't matter. That's, anyway. But that's what's scary, right? That we're making that we're making assumptions and stuff, which I don't want to do. I just want the truth, and then we can have an honest conversation about it here on the show. Well, we've had a result, but we haven't seen the cause and effect. We've had an effect. You know, every cause has an effect. Right. We've what was the effect. cause? Ashley's taken off of our TV show. That's all from a true point as a viewer. Ashley's not there anymore. We know that. That's all we know for sure. So then we're hearing all these things. I mean, I mean it's Tori, goes, Tori, I mean, Tori goes on to say some more stuff. She goes, uh, I'm not, uh, I'm not going to lie. I'm afraid to speak up. I know it's going to open a can of worms. I think the network owes us or they like this and it's good. I, I don't know. Frankly, well, it's like, I think that it's a real. And we're going to get into with the Leroy stuff next because mm -hmm. Uh, I want to talk about it right away, but yeah, we're going to get into the Leroy stuff next and I'll come back to that. Um, Emmanuel also came out with a statement. He goes, I was right there in the heart of the situation trying to defend Josh against Ashley. And he says, Josh was a victim. Uh, Amanda was just there laughing mostly. She got DQ'd for many reasons. Right. Um, but that day was when she simply exploded. And then he says this too, this is interesting. She was also disrespecting, um, picking on me, talking about my language and shit when I was trying to tell her uh, she went too far. So mm -hmm. we, that is, that's something that's obviously we would, we would not 
be pro Ashley on like her making fun of someone for, you know, speaking another language and then trying to, you know, speak English and just doing like, yeah. Hey man, do you speak yeah. two languages? From better than I would do if time. I was in Romania, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I, like, I don't know how to speak Romanian. Like, good for no. you, Emmanuel. I'm 100% on board with speaking multiple languages. So, I, it I, seems I, like I, Ashley lows blow, low blows people. Like, she goes right. through people's personal characteristics in a very rude way. And we know she was woe wasted. I mean, she talked on her something again in the bits and pieces I've gotten she talked about um that that was the first night they had liquor like of the whole she was wasted I don't think she that's where everything I think I'm guessing from the Ashley we know that she was like I can't even understand you like she probably wasn't like you're stupid uh, for being bilingual like and here's the thing and we're going to get into it right now with Leroy too show us what happened let us make an educated uh decision on how we feel about it and then let us all talk about it so we can grow as a society and say hey ashley what you did was wrong but i don't know what ashley did i don't know right. i don't we know don't what, know she, what did. she was wrong we don't know what josh we don't and know it's like so mtv are you saving her ass so she can be on another season now so no one knows what she really did because that pisses me right. off too now, how do i root for ashley now if i don't know how much of a bad person she was on a previous season i hate that I don't want to root for her now if I if I think that what she did was really bad to somebody else like that. Nothing. We've seen nothing. Again, her handling it like peace. See you next time. She never tried to defend herself. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Because again, I'm sure she made a little pact with the MTV producers. Like, I will not say anything. Please let me make more money on your show. Okay. Can I may I may I read? Sorry that I've been looking at. I'm trying, I was trying to find this. There's an amazing article from Entertainment. I tweeted it but I want to read this quote from it because it's much sums it up much better than my verbalizing it is. And it says, though it may be well-intentioned, MTV's recent penchant for over-editing the challenge is only hurting the long-run franchise because it's frustrating for viewers who are left to wonder what happened when each exit changes the course of the game and therefore is a pivotal part of the season. And editing out controversial events that could potentially be used as teachable moments and instead pretending like they never happened feels like a mistake. Mm-hmm. 100% agree with that. Like, I was like, that's what I want mean. It yeah. causes like a distrust between the viewers and the network. Yeah. You know, I don't really, how do we, we feel about what are, what are you hiding? What are you concealing? Is it? Right. And, and then they relying on social media for us to fill in the pieces and then it's going to start a war. Then that's literally gossip. Right. It's like, if you want to have us, if you want to take, we're the viewer, Ashley's been removed from our TV. Mm-hmm you have to give us something or we're going to make it up. Like that's just, you know, like when the earth shook and people said, oh, we should, the, you know, they made up myths. That's what mm-hmm. we're, we're now making. All right, well, we heard that Ashley and we're making judgments based on these things that are probably coming from a number of semi-reliable sort. I mean, again, yeah. If you want us to see the facts and make a judgment call, I think to some extent, yeah, they are allowing or relying on this kind of thing to let it, to let people have the information. And if they were trying to spare Josh by not showing it or anything, I think that is a huge backfire. They could have presented it a lot better because now- They could have, uh, right. If, if If they didn't like the language that she used, they could have at least given us something so we could comprehend it and say, okay, this is basically what happened. If they were, if, if she, if what she said was that awful, like, 
Oh my God, if it, if it was that awful and they couldn't show it to us, but like they didn't give us even anything, no breadcrumbs, nothing to lead us in, a, in the right direction so that we can have an educated opinion on what went down. And for being, just, if yeah, you're gonna be a woke network, Pam, if you're gonna be yes. a woke network, you gotta let us see what, how people act in this world so we can all learn from it. I know that we keep using the word teachable moment, but it it's would have been. It's so it's true. true. It is true. And people do need teachable moment and people need to be taught. We, we, mm -hmm. we do. So it's like, if you're going to change the rules, you have to teach us what they are. And yeah, no, it's, it was a real boff. And even if they wanted to spin it, that being out of control waste, that's a pretty fair, you're not really offending many people by being like, look on a production we're liable, that level of wasted and lashing out on people's the no blow that would have spared rumors, dignity, you know, a lot of, a lot of things. There's a lot of things, better ways they could have handled it than removing Ashley, a two-time champ and a current almost finalist from our TV screen and not addressing it. Like mm -hmm. that's, it's like dirty. Right. It's almost like, how do you, what do you like, what? Yeah. Which, and if, and if her behavior warranted her removal from the game, that does need to be shown so that people realize that she, there are consequences for your actions and what how your actions affect those around you and if what you did was incredibly offensive and insensitive people have to learn why that's not okay and and see that proper action should be taken against that person in the workplace and like parties and social environments whatever you can't get away with it so if she did something that she should not get away with that's, that's great that she's being kicked off. And I think it would be important for us to see the content of that and why, you know? Which brings us to our next topic. It just and seems that to is, And that is the uh, Leroy uh, situation. Leroy took to his Instagram this week and it was, it was like, it's like an over 30 minute video. And what he talks about is why he ultimately retired from the challenge. Um, he had a, he had a, confrontation, I guess you can call it, with Camilla in uh, 2017 on uh, Dirty 30, where she, she said some really awful things, and MTV showed us every single yeah. bit of it. And every single cast member in every single confessional came to Leroy's defense, and we got to see everybody standing up for Leroy in that way. Now, what Leroy is ultimately upset about is that higher-ups they didn't do anything about it. They didn't do anything he felt to protect him. They let her stay on the show. And ultimately, she won the money that season, rewarding her in a way for what she did wrong. So my whole thing is, okay, MTV, yeah, you're very woke to show us that whole situation. Show us everybody saying, oh, my God, Camille, this is wrong. The one mistake you made is that you didn't send her home like you sent Ashley home. So what mm -hmm. I'm calling for is, why can't we combine these two things? You showed us what happened. They showed us every damn second of that. If you remember, that was like. I don't know if they showed every damn second, right? That's what yeah. we're hearing a lot of is that there's a lot more that was said from Camilla, not only in that situation, but I think throughout the entire season, right? That she had even gone as so far as to use the N word. I mean, we saw her. Okay. Leroy, Leroy endured a racist attack, honestly, is what I rewatched the whole thing, I think today. And mm -hmm. the. The way he handled it, I could not believe how mature and how just like, I don't know how he could forgive someone for, for saying the things 
that she said the way she said it to him. I gave him like, I was like, oh my God, this, I like, I remembered it happening. And I remember they had a huge talk and that in the room together and she apologized. She said that, you know, she can't even say sorry is not enough, blah, blah, blah. And she should have been kicked off for that. And I just, I wish that MTV would show us what's happening in the world now and then kick them off because that's the mistake that they made, right? I mean, I, she should have been gone. She should not have had an opportunity to continue to win that money. And uh, yeah, I don't know. So well, she should have been gone, time. but not only just kicked off, what was so heartbreaking and horrible to hear from Leroy in his video is that I had to be reminded because this was several seasons ago that he was the one that had to bring up the situation again right. after it happened. Camilla was not going to apologize on her own accord, nor was production going to make her, nor was production going to make it be something that he felt like he was in safe hands about. Like they did not bring it up to Camilla to make sure that it was going to be a discussion point right before the elimination because Camilla and her partner were in power and they were going to decide who was going to go into the pit layer, whatever it was that season. Whatever it was, yeah. And what's so heartbreaking for Leroy is TJ comes in and expects there to be consequences or at least expects it to be a discussion point and nobody brings it up and he has to bring it up. Now the person who was the victim in the situation who has had to endure it. He says he just wants it to be over, but you need to make sure that she's held accountable. You need to make sure that she knows what she did was wrong and gets the bottom of the situation. And then he has to bring it up. Right. And that's what I thought was so bad, so bad for him in his video. He's like, why am I the one that has to make sure that this is being talked about? Does anybody care about me? Is anybody on my side? And he looks around and it's all white people and no one's bringing it up. No one's making Camilla apologize. No one's making her realize what she did was wrong. And that was from his perspective, really heartbreaking to know that that was going on in his head because he did to your point, Dan, he seemed like he was handling it so well because he was just masking the situation. He was trying to belittle his pain. He was trying to pretend that he wasn't going through it. Yeah. And that sucks that we all just looked at it like, wow, Leroy, so mature, but he really was suffering and struggling throughout right. the and whole he situation. He said on Instagram yesterday or whenever he put it out, he said, I have to forgive the former Leroy for not saying more, for not doing more, because if it happened to this Leroy in current 2021, you know, a lot more would have been said, more actions would have been taken, et cetera, et cetera, by him. So yeah. I, I just, my heart goes out to him. The fact that the reason he said he stuck around, he's like, I, I, I was, I, I stayed with the franchise to make more money. And, you know, and I, I totally get that. We all need a job. We all want a paycheck, but the fact that he's kept this to himself this long and, and like, we all remember this happening too. So to go back and look at it again, it's like, it's hitting me all over again. I just like, hashtag justice for Leroy. You know, I just want, I just want him to, you know, I don't know. any. And he still, he never won a damn challenge after all that either, too. It's just yeah. it's one of those things. It's just, there's so much to it. To process something like that, too. Like, when that happens to you. Right, like he's saying he has to look back at that Leroy and forgive him, which he should. Because, yeah, it takes, even when you're the victim, it takes time to process, like, oh, yeah, this is how I feel about this. It, it's hard to, in the moment, know how you feel about 
a situation like that. Yeah. Well, it sucks too, because he brought up the stereotypes that come along with speaking up. He's like, I knew if I would have said something back to her, I would now be the angry person, the angry black guy, the aggressor, you know, when it's like, no, I just want to defend myself. So he's fighting back with the stereotypes that he knows that he's going to be placed into if he does speak because of his life of going through this and seeing what black people have had to suffer from, from simply speaking up. So he knows that he's going to be not only he's fighting this, this racist, but he's also fighting all of these stereotypes that come along with it. If he does stand up for himself. And so he doesn't, I am glad that this was a, a public Uh, act of forgiveness for himself that he was able to publicly forgive himself because that's what's so that's the most important thing is that knowing that he should feel okay with himself and he really doesn't you know he doesn't need to to explain himself basically as to why he stayed with the franchise it's it's really yeah and a lot of yeah there's a lot to it and MTV owes him a big apology. I mean, they had a town hall on Facebook, I think the next day, there was a lot of talk, but none of it was directed at him and his being a victim of a racist attack. Well, get ready, Pamela. You ready for this? A couple things have happened since he put his post out the other day. Uh, One thing is, is that, uh, I don't know if he pointed it out or someone else pointed out that MTV on Instagram is following Camilla and not following Leroy. So the MTV Instagram unfollowed Camilla because of what happened. Um, and started following Leroy. Um, they a dollar short. I checked. They're not following Leroy yet. Maybe they have since, but I, I checked recently and they were not. Right. Um, Tori, who was following Camilla, she unfollowed Camilla. Oh, really? And here we go. Because they uh, remember when, and I also don't hold, because Jordan and Tori were friendly with her. They were in touch with her. They're like, she's good. She's working on herself. Like, look, also at the same time, Camilla's not, she is allowed to become a better, I mean, I'm, I don't, I don't know anything. She is, um, but my point last- is, I'm not mad at them for being, it's not like you can't like that person. If you know someone intimately, we are just getting what we get. You know what I mean? They're snippets. Her last post on Instagram is just a picture of her and people are going to town her. on her. Well, I saw her saying she's taking anti-racist classes. Yeah. The- um, anyway, so the challenge, uh, at Challenge MTV on Instagram, MTV and Bunna Murray were saddened by Leroy's recount of his experience on the challenge in 2017. We apologize to Leroy, a beloved member of our family. While we sought to support, cast, and address the incident on air at the time, it's now clear we didn't do enough. Uh, We have learned from this experience and are continuing to double down on our education programs for all cast and crew to ensure a safe, respectful, and inclusive set free of discrimination and harassment in any form. So what what I think they've done is they've gone too far where if anything is, this is why I think they can't have another real world girls because nothing would be on it. They would think anything is a little offensive. They wouldn't show us anything. And we'd have six people talking about their pet dog for an hour. And we'd be like, I don't know. 
They've got well, like Laura Bama dates and Vinian shots at love. I mean, like what those things aren't so chaste. Surely they'd be able to do a yeah. Okay, fair enough. But um, things can be fun and wild and trashy. You don't need racism or misogyny right. in it. So, right. You but, know, like I hate when people make like racist jokes. On, Anything they think is funny, it's like you can be funny without putting stereotypes. No, but I'm I'm not talking necessarily yeah. about like that. With birth experiences where there are these people that say I I don't. I would love to see that where people go, why is that wrong? I don't understand. That's it's, what I'm saying. It's it's right, not hundred conversations where yeah. it's like, oh, I didn't, I actually never realized that. Like, because we've all, I mean, unless I know I've been there where you unintentionally are. Well, let me throw right. something at you tonight. Um, uh, who was it? Who said the word sensitive Sally tonight? Was it Kyle? Kyle. He said Kyle. sensitive Sally. Well, why didn't he say sensitive Samuel? Why do you use a girl's name? I'm serious about this. Someone got offended yeah. by that tonight because that's just what is going on in the culture now. So they, they take out, they're taking out too much. And I'm surprised that made the cut as to where the world is now. I'm surprised that line made it in tonight. I know it's I'm, hard. I know I'm Mr. I know I'm Danny drama and everything, but I'm serious. Okay. And the challenge now has taken it too far where we don't even get to see why someone got offended by something and the resolve so we can all grow as a human race. Exactly. You can't pretend it's not happening because it is. So it's right. like- And that's yeah. what you do with yeah. the yeah. Ashley situation. But also if it's the real world and you're unobjectively flies on the wall, they're not necessarily advocating or saying we, like in a challenge, yes, you're up to win a money, it's a competition. In the real world, something like that, they say, we do not, anything expressed on the show is not a representation of our views our values are yeah right and then it becomes i mean but it's like but yes i'd like to see a right winger in the house with a leftist liberal to discuss and learn from each other yeah that's the point of why the real point of it that you really do break down barriers so much of these things is oh ignorant you know and anti-vaxxers and non-vax, you know, in a house together discussing it because they probably would learn. Like that is exactly how people do learn. So yeah. it really is a mist, just serious seeing people shout off and getting what we already think reaffirmed on social media isn't really uh, causing a lot of growth. So that's probably what they should be doing is getting people from differing perspectives yeah. that have more in common than they think together. Right. Anyways, um, do we any other final comments on the Leroy thing? I we 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 all wish him well, obviously, and um, yeah. I'm I'm happy that he spoke on it, obviously, but for sure. Yeah. I haven't even watched the whole. I need to watch it. I haven't seen. He re he does a play by play of the entire situation that happened that night on his Instagram. I haven't been. Yeah, just go to um Roy Lee the barber. Okay. Yeah, I follow him. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So we'll do some more uh, light stuff, lighthearted news and gossip. Yes. Real Curious. Before we go. Uh, well, the first one is, I guess, Fessy and Amanda are still together. They went to a uh, Denver Broncos football game together. So there you go. Okay. And there's a little kiss happening. So it's more than friends. That is so funny because there's things that I think are, are that I appreciate about Amanda, like her honesty, you know, right. and that she kind of like, says what she's feeling but also girl i mean you were talking so much crap about him on I social know. media look at you now i mean and she's the first 
to speak her opinion on other people's relationships on if this person should be with that person. And if they're getting played and she calls it like she sees it. Right. Girl, you're doing the same thing. So whatever. Oh, Amanda. All right. This next one's amazing ladies. Um, did you hear that Nelson broke his nose? I did. I knew that this was going to be what you were putting in funny. And I don't. You don't think it's funny. You don't think it's interesting if it's true. How did he break his nose? Well, there's two stories, Pamela. Would you like to tell me? I'll tell you Nelson's first and then the other one that they think's out there. Oh, okay. Maybe oh, wrong, okay. Great, Jenna. Here we go. The, okay. Nelson said that he broke his nose in Vegas. Someone jumped him from behind and then stole his necklace. Uh-oh. Okay. TMZ. That's what happened. Oh, okay. So TMZ. From behind. Well, I don't. Well, that's what he said. So anyway, t- so TMZ comes out with their statement, and here's the here's the title of it: Challenge Star Nelson Thomas KO'd after flirting with a man's wife, nose broken, chain stolen. That's hilarious. I uh, mean, how does he know that she had a husband? is my thing. Maybe she, maybe he thought she was just flirting back, you know? Yeah. KO so her. That. Just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, that's God, poor Nelson. We got to have him on a show again. Kelly. Yeah. Either way. It's but problem. Nelson denies that any of this happened. Uh, okay. he, he still, he's sticking to his other story. Um, but yeah, I don't know. They have the guy here. If you want to know okay. who he is. But that punch we get a background check is anyways um the picture i saw of nelson that who took that <laughs> i don't know i think he did he take it himself i don't know did he do a selfie but like he was like totally like um talking on social media about this like the plastic surgeon whoever did his nose thing i'm pretty sure he got it done for free because he was talking about the name of it and how great they are. So I'm pretty sure either got a discount, a great deal, or it was free. So I thought that was kind of interesting That's too. Good. Um, hey, yeah. why not? Why no? Oh, 100% Pam, why oh. not is right. Uh, and then the uh, the other thing is not like funny, but I think it's really cool what what I think it's on going to be on Netflix. Let me double check. Oh, here. so I've heard about this too. Um, yeah. um, Netflix has created their own version of the real world. MTV definitely fumbled the bag. That's someone's, that's challenged T's opinion of it. Um, eight strangers will become roommates when they share a house in Austin, Texas and learn to navigate the new normal of America today. Filmed in the fall of 2021, um, Roaring 20s is the name of the show. It's a reality show and it premieres, it premieres December 10th. Yay, I mean, it looks good. Um, looks really I, good. I can't wait. And that I bet because it's, well, MTV's cable, we'll go there. Like what we were just talking about, all those things we want to hear, all those discussions, I bet they will have them. So I think MTV so, I think so as well. Like figure out what it wants. If it wants to actually make a statement or just play it. I mean, they really yeah. are. Gonna They've got a, di- they got a diverse cast. That's for damn sure. They're all from different backgrounds. Oh, no, it's going to be great. None like, of them grew up the same way. Be, so it's going to be fantastic. I, think. I can't I, I, We should do, you know, if we had time, or maybe if the challenge is almost over, we should do an after show for this show and then on Patreon still cover all stars. Maybe some maybe yeah. we'll think about it. We'll think about we'll it. Talk, we'll talk about it. Once once this challenge ends, we should jump over and discuss. If you want us to discuss the new Roaring 20 show on Netflix as an after show, 
let us know in the comments let below. us know yeah um that, that's all I got. Is there anything okay. funny that you girls saw? Maybe there's more funny stuff. I, I yeah. No, I want to watch. I'm excited to watch Leroy's story and hear, hear, hear what he has to say. Yeah. Anyways, uh, well, thank you guys and gals so much for joining us uh, this week for episode 15. The Cave of the Wolf will be back next week. Episode 16. Also, uh, Friday morning, we're going to put out the Patreon for All Stars Season 2, Episode 2. And if you watch that podcast and watch this podcast, we act completely different because uh -huh. we're in love so with happy. All Stars right now. Uh -huh. And you're going to see a different side of Dan if that's what you want to see. Yeah. <laughs> we won't be yawning. Dan won't be in his his uh, interrogation room. We'll be we'll be a little happier there. It is an interrogation room. Yeah. Uh, Jenna, did you get to watch this first episode yet? Oh, you are in for. I am so jealous of you. You are oh, in for a treat. Excited. Yes. It's got the it's got all the old vibes, all the old vibes of the good stuff of the old vibes, not the bad stuff of the old vibes. But yeah, I'm so excited. Yep. Anyway, no, no, all right, no, no. see y'all next week. No, no, no. Hey, hey, goodbye, bye, Josh, bye, Josh. We'll see you oh. next week. <laughs> Hashtag bye, Josh. Now I'm getting excited. Yeah, now I'm like full joy. Yeah. <laughs>